Episode number 147, Chevy Talks Rivalry with Camaro. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. And you're back in the studio down down yonder. <laughs> down down <laughs> studio south. I'm trying to use your vernacular now that you're down down oh, south. Do you, well, do you, do you guys sound down yonder? No, I don't think down you say that. Crick? You say studio clean side of the country. I, I don't know. <laughs> when did you get back? Uh, let's see, um, uh, Sunday, Sunday evening. Okay. That's and cool. then ran my wife to the airport and just picked her up last night. So. Oh, cool. So you've been alone all week. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it was kind of rough. I got a whole lot done around the house. We got a kick-ass show, you know, this yeah, week. Yeah, we do. Lots to talk about. Lots of stuff coming out this week. Um, so let's, let's get into it. Do you want to start with L. Oppenheiser? Let's let's start with the first first part because this came out a little bit a little oh, bit okay. later. Um yeah. so some I guess some documents were released um that shows the 2019 Chevy Camaro will gain a 7-speed manual transmission. They uh let's see what was it? The uh, the carb EO, I guess they have to release their documents for certification whatever. And it shows the a uh, 7-speed manual transmission making its way into Camaro. How do you feel about that? Rowing another gear. So, the, uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so that would be what? First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And so re- reverse would be up like, and to the right. So it'd be like a two H pattern. Or, let me see. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, it, it'd probably be straight down. Reverse right. would be straight down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two H. That makes sense. I don't know, man. I mean, I remember when the six-speed transmission came out, people were crapping themselves going, oh, my God, it's so fast, it needs an extra gear and all that. But does it really? But does I, it I mean, really? It, and, then, and then I think about, you know, three-speed manual transmissions of days of yore. <laughs> tree in the tree. And then a, fo- a four-speed, <laughs> you know, four-speeds. And then five-speeds were kind of like the thing when we were growing up all the way until... Well, until the six-speed came out in the early 90s. Word. Seven-speed is just interesting. It's just very interesting. Um, I don't know. I hardly ever use six gear in my my Corvette. I, I mean, I only used six-speed six in my, any of my Camaros that had it as in... On the know, highway. On the highway and overdrive. Yeah, there, was, there would yeah. never be a time, ever, that would be going down the highway in six gear. Ever. So... I'm thinking this has to do with maybe a little bit of power management, but also fuel economy. Yeah, you're probably right. That means you're, it's gonna the gears are going to be closer. Yeah. The gear ratios, and so that means that you're just going to be shifting a lot more. Bang, 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 thing. bang. So just give me that 10-speed automatic. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder if that's not almost where things are. It, it's I think it I – I don't know. I was going to say it's like the old Apple trick, where they just kind of make things difficult to enjoy one thing, so then so they make you migrate to the other. Yeah. But I don't think that's their their intention here. I think it's, I, th- I think, it, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'd have to drive one to really know. Yeah. 
Well, our friends over at GM Authority posted this article this week. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. Uh, it says, uh, the addition of the seven-speed manual could indicate a new Camaro variant on the horizon, which may exclusively offer the seven-speed manual or eight-speed automatic. Uh, Chevrolet could reserve the six-speed for lower-spec Camaros, but this is simply hmm. speculation. You know. True, true. Yeah. But it's cool. I'm going to link that article up in the show notes. And uh, let, let us know. What do you guys think about seven speeds? Did anybody here have a C7? Uh, how was how it rolling through seven gears? You know, mm-hmm. Is it only on, on the highway that you're putting on? That's what I'm guessing. It's only going to be on the highway. I'm, I'm thinking, make it thinking as well. Grid. Um, let, let's, let's talk about Al. Al listens to the show. He sure does. And we're going to have Al on the show soon. Um, we sure I, are. I need to work that out with, with Chevrolet. But he will be on the show, guys. Um, and, and it looks like a bunch of journalists had their, had their way with Al. And I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> At the other, Al's a great, personable guy, and he loves to answer questions. And it looks like a whole bunch of um, media publications, I guess, were able to sit down with him and ask him, throw a bunch of questions at him. And some of the questions are some that I wanted to ask him. Mm-hmm. This is a good article. In fact, one of them, we just had, I think it was last week or the week before from AJ, the Mustang guy. And he, wanted, he wanted to know um, about the turbo cars, how they were selling, you know, and compared to, you know, the V6 cars. And one of the things he says in this article, and once again, I'm going to link this up in the show notes. The two liter turbo has actually in some months passed V6 in sales. About 30% of our volume is in two liter turbos. So that, that answers the question that we had, like, how is it doing? We haven't heard anything about it. Right. Right. Um, and then another question is, will you be working with Chevy performance for two liter turbo, um, tuner parts? And he says, absolutely. Um, we're working with um, Mark Dickens who runs the group, uh, for Chevrolet performance. And I know Mark from being on the Camaro team before. That's right. So I'm, they're working close with them. Um, this is, I was in the performance division when we ran Bonneville program on the Ecotech engines, and they had the stage kits anywhere from 40 all the way to 1,000 horsepower. I would love to relive those days. It was one of the reasons why I was so happy to get the 2-liter in the Camaro. I'd read the blogs, and a lot of younger people wouldn't consider the 5th generation Camaro because there was no 2-liter turbo, mm-hmm. and that they could modify it with a stage kit. So, hmm... It sounds like sounds like Chevy Performance is working on some stage kits, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Awesome. And you know what's going to happen is that if they offer, like, say, a turbo and intercooler upgrade, people are going to take that and they're going to say, okay, that's what Chevy offers. We can r- replicate the same recipe just with even more potent parts. Right. Like, you know, a precision turbo intercooler, uh, uh, turbo and intercooler. Or, or you know, basically, if it's good for Chevrolet performance, then it's even better for the aftermarket. Yeah, yeah. Some other questions people are throwing at him was, you know, it's like the, the title of the show, Rivalry with Camaro. So, of course, they're asking him, what, are they, what does he think about Demon? You know, Demon, Chevrolet, I mean, Dodge. I mean, we talked about it for quite a few months last year a leading lot. up to the release of the Dodge Demon. Because they did such a fantastic marketing thing where they released every week, they would release, you know, a, a 
a hint as to mm-hmm. what this car is going to be. Um, and he, he says he, he gives FCA guys a lot of credit. Um, they had a pretty big story last year with the demon. Um, I'm just paraphrasing what he said in here. Like, um, streetable, they would love to do a streetable package, like with drag radios and so on. Oh, wait, hold on. This is, I thought they did a pretty good job with the whole demon package as far as their promise was in delivering on it. What we would do, would we do a streetable package like that with drag radios and so on? We're always looking at it. But we, let's see. But do you want to follow or do you want to lead? Where does the Mm. market go? Do people want a demon versus an SS that they can put drag parts on? We're always studying it. I'm glad for cars like that and what Ford's announcing these days. It keeps the segment relevant. Not everything has to be autonomous. I think that was key right there, what he says um, about keeping the segment relevant. Not everything has to be autonomous. So you want to keep building on your segment. Right. You, and and also what he says, you want to lead. You don't want to follow. So, I mean, Dodge did a freaking awesome job with the Demon. Hands oh. down, probably it's got to be the fastest and quickest you know streetcar out there, period. And not to mention the marketing behind it was so well done. It I was know. well orchestrated. It's also an expensive ass car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and hard to I mean there's only limited amounts that they're going to make anyways. Uh as as hmm. we all know what we saw at SEMA, uh there mm-hmm. is development in the drag racing for ZL1. Uh yep. f- and for Camaro there's there's going to be bolt-on parts available right through Chevrolet Performance. That's right. Are they looking maybe at doing a car? a drag race type demon that they would come out with turnkey. Here you go. Here you go. But less than what the demon would cost. I, and what do you think? What are your and, thoughts and, on and a drag racing? Streetable compared to the Copo Camaro. Yeah. What are your thoughts on a drag racing Camaro? You know, not focused more on, you know, to this point, Camaro has been a track focused car, but not the track that we're used to. Straight line track. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking Nürburgring track. In other words, from the triple threat to a single threat. <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah. Mm, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be interesting. He talks about uh, the GT500 a little bit. That's coming. You know, Ford teased it. We, we played the teaser last week on our show. Mm-hmm. And, and like we always say, the competition is good. That's going mm-hmm. to drive the Camaro team to, to of course, be, be better than Mustang. They're going to say, okay, 700 horsepower? Okay, let's see, what, what what are they doing to try and put that 700 horsepower to the ground? Do we need to up the horsepower to, to stay with it? I've been saying that forever. Yeah. I mean, what, what's this, let's see, what's he say here? We've shown in two generations it's not only about horsepower, it's can you get that horsepower to turn? Boom, right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, give it, give it 10,000 horsepower and just yeah. watch the tires go up and smoke and... We well, need... you've won the horsepower war, and you just sit there. <laughs> we don't need to bench race um, numbers. Big deal, seven hundred plus. Okay, that's that's cool. That, that's mm-hmm. a nice number. That's a great number. Just yeah. like um, you know, the Hellcat with seven hundred and seven horsepower. They've been doing that for how many years now? Two, three. The Hellcat. Then yep. They, then they, you know, they're putting Hellcat uh, and and cha- uh, the Chargers now, Challengers, mm-hmm. and and now the the Trackhawk. The Grand Cherokee that people just love to steal from dealerships and beat the crap out of. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those idiot kids. 
so the the G, the GT five hundred will probably be out next year to compete against the ZL one. I am loving that. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a not a big fan of Mustang <laughs> <laughs> or the styling of particularly in the styling of the latest Mustang. Well, it's not that bad. No, it's it's horrible. That that rear end, <laughs> that rear end. It's like where where is it? Where that window just cuts down and it's it's ugly. Um, I like it. (laughs) The Viper ACR went out with a bang by setting lap records at 13 different tracks around the country. Are there any of the Viper's lap times you looked at and thought you could take that down with a ZL1 1LE? This is what Al says. And this has been making headlines. I think there are. As always, any driver will get out of a car and say there's more in it. We think there's more in it. We're going to keep tinkering around with it. Wouldn't it be cool to see a Camaro under seven minutes at the Nürburgring? I'd like to see. Under seven minutes. Hmm. Maybe that's a Z28. I can't think of what else he would be <laughs> hinting at right there. I mean, the ZL11 LE, and maybe they're doing more to that car, but wouldn't it be cool if a Z28 could do under seven minutes at the Nürburgring? And then Woo! if that's not enough, what about a Z28 1LE? SSRS with T tops. With T tops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But that that just shows right there that they're not done. There, there's there's so much more to come. Oh my God, yes, there's there's a lot to come here. Uh, I'm gonna link up this one. This is this was posted by our friends at Camaro News, and, but there's a whole bunch of these type of articles. I'm gonna post up this one. To our show notes, you guys can read through the Q&A, and stay tuned. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have Al on the show soon. I don't know how busy he is with the show season coming up, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. It's going to be cool. All right. I agree. I can't wait. What's next? What's next on this docket here? Oh, well, we were talking about, you know, the competition, and there's a video that, what, (laughs) it was released by Chevrolet Brazil? Did I read that right? Was it Chevy Brazil? Or was it just... Or was it just shared by Chevy? Either way, the proof, it shows proof of, of the, the gap in performance between the current Camaro ZL1 and the current Mustang GT350R. Yeah, that, that gap is about five school buses. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite a bit. Yes, quite it is. Bit. Yes, it is. Let me see, I'm going to find that video because it's gotten a lot of love on our Facebook page. Mostly love. Yeah, I, I I shared it from, let's see here. I think somebody took, I don't know if it was a car and driver clip, kind of clipped it down and then made it. Hold on here. Cars and Coffee Brazil. One, go. <laughs> the Mustang got the jump off the line. At this point, the ZL1 is walking. The Mustang. That's a uh, pretty clear win for the Camaro. <laughs> I like that DM. That's a pretty clear win for the Camaro. That was not just a win. That was an that was a total that was total destruction right there. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Um, but then again, you know, it's a 350. That was the GT 350R, um, which is you know severely underpowered for you know against a ZL1. But yeah, uh, I mean, people were saying it wasn't a fair fight, but isn't that the best that Ford has right now? I think so. So mm-hmm. um, they're they're their car against ours and 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 it was uh that was the way it walked it yeah so if you guys haven't seen that go over to our facebook page at, at facebook.com slash camaro talk show um and and watch that video it's, it's a short video but holy cow <laughs> love it love it yeah hey speaking of uh cool events and car related attractions We've been talking about Camaro Fest for, well, a while now. Yes. And tickets have gone on sale. Yeah, they just, uh, they, they uh, I guess they moved to a different system this year for buying tickets online, and then they've got to set up now. Um, we will link that up in the show notes as well. Um, CamaroFest.org slash store dot HTML. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go and you can buy your, your tickets now, uh, or you, I think you can buy them on site as well, but if you want to get in now, you can. Yep, so what is it's it? going to be a cool event. We're going to definitely, Chris, you're going to be there. Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. Uh, let's see what do we, we we can buy here. Where are you staying at when you come down? A hotel. No, you're not. You can stay here, idiot. No, I'm I'm staying at the host hotel. Oh man, man. I'm going to be partying all night. So you can get a spectator wristband for twenty five bucks for two days. Uh, a racer wristband, hundred and five for two days. Car show, car show entry, five bucks. Not bad. Uh, event T-shirt, twenty bucks. It's all online. NCM racer only. Oh, so there's a what is NCM? Is it the North National Corvette, Corvette Museum? Museum? Yep. They have they have a big old racetrack that they built. I don't know how long it's been since you've been down at Bowling Green, but uh, across the highway they have a big race. That's where they do the Optima Street Challenge and all that. Oh, okay. And an all-in racer three-day NCM and Beach Bend, three hundred and sixty bucks. Um. So yeah, we'll link this up in the show notes, guys, and um. Yeah, yeah, that's the Iron Man right there. That's yeah. That seems like it's the best deal. That's going to be up. a big event. This is one that you probably don't want to miss. CamaroFestFest.org. I know that's in July, July thirteenth and fourteenth. Beach Bend Raceway Park, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh yeah, be there. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think uh, the Hodge Twins were just in. Uh... Pontiac. Yeah, I saw that. I saw they popped up. They were doing uh they were doing uh I think a live um drive through or something. I don't know. But, you know, you know, Taco Bell just released their uh their new nacho fries. So I I am almost positive they'll be doing that. Oh, nacho <laughs> fries. Oh, too funny. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, people right now our listeners are going, "What in the heck are they talking about?" All right. We got to move on then. Uh, let's see here. Uh oh. How about some voicemails? Did, did 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 we do? We didn't do voicemails last week, did we? Don't think so. No, no. Well, we got some this week. We got two yeah. voicemails. Well, let's hear we, them. All right, here we go. Hey guys, it's Jonathan. Hope everything's cool. Glad Jason's feeling better. I can't believe Chris didn't go to the Detroit Auto Show this year. Oh my God, what's the world coming to? No, I'm just kidding. Hey man, I get it. Trucks are cool, but not just that. Um. Mid-cycle refresh for uh, 6th-gen Camaro. Just the front and rear fascia, or are they going to hit that C-pillar? Anyways, uh, great show as always. Thank you. Bye. Mr. Jonathan Brown, 
Always glad to hear from you. Uh, Mid-Cycle Refresh, he wants to know, just the front end, are they going to hit that C-pillar? I think it's mm. just going to be, well, it's going to be the front and rear on the on the regular, on the Camaro's base. Um, for Z01, from the, from the pictures we're seeing, they don't touch the front end because there's so much that goes into the cooling and the design mm-hmm. of the front end. They usually don't, and they did the same with the fifth gen. They didn't touch the front with the Z01. They did the rear end, though, on the on the Z01. So that's right. what I'm going to say. I'm going to say front, regular Camaro, not the Z01. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't think the C-pillar either, um, just because that's that's a major structure. Yeah, It's not exactly a refresh that would be. I think they would have to actually designate a whole new platform if they changed that. Hmm. I would think. You never know. I don't, I mean, I'm not the biggest expert on it, but I would think it, that's the case. Yeah, yeah. That was short and sweet from Mr. Jonathan Brown. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in, dude. Uh, If you guys want to get your voicemails in, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. And here's the next one. It's caught most of what he's saying <clears throat> i don't think it was i think it was rather pointless still but um <laughs> he, no uh he, he wanted to talk about the crush color i think on the on the hot wheels car it looks good but it looks so much better on the copo oh, it looks really good it looks really good there's your um your hugger orange too Mm-hmm. it's about time yeah um what else he says we're like laurel and hardy um i'm okay. on laurel and hardy yeah, I loved. Back in the day, I'd watch comedy classics at midnight on TV, and That's sometimes right. it would be The Three Stooges, sometimes it would be Laurel and Hardy, and sometimes it would be Benny Hill, I think. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, huge Three Stooges fan, too. He was mentioning it was Curly's birthday this past week. I've always been a huge 
Three Stooges fan. Is that what he was up. talking about? Yes. Yeah. He says it was Curly's birthday. Because I think he saw Al post uh, the thing with Curly's birthday, and I think that's what he's referring to. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always been a Three <laughs> Stooges fan as well. Curly. <laughs> yep. Okay. That, that's it for the that's it for the voicemails, dude. That's it for the voicemails. Well, that's cool. Thanks everybody for calling in. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Let's see here. What else we got on the docket? Oh, how's about? I always like. Yeah, I think we both, Chris. I think we both like like talking about this when this happens. Charity, mm-hmm. yep. you know, building great cars and selling them for charity. And yep. uh, Chevrolet Corvettes raise awesome two point three two five million dollars at Barrett Jackson to benefit. Yeah. Military veterans. I saw a lot of you guys on Facebook uh, tuned in last weekend to Barrett Jackson all weekend, and they sold um, they sold some cars. Let's see here: Corvette Carbon '65 Edition Coupe, which we just saw at SEMA, mm-hmm. signed signed by President George W. Bush, was bought by a rich dude named John Stalupi, owner of Atlantic Automotive Group, for 1.4 million dollars. The proceeds of that goes to Bush's Center's Bush, the Bush Center's Military Service Initiative, which is uh, to ensure the post-9-11 veterans and their families make uh, successful transitions into civilian life, um, getting employment, getting um, uh, the treatment that they need um, to just to, to live a normal life, and I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Of course, Rick Hendrick bought that uh, first Corvette ZR1. Of course. $925,000. Woo, baby. Proceeds benefit the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, and the work that it does to support wounded veterans through the Building for America's Bravest program. That's cool. Wow. Just two Corvettes, over two million bucks. Gotta love it. Yeah. And uh, uh, special thanks to GM for, for donating those cars for that for those causes. They say with, with more than 6,000 veterans that are employed by General Motors and more than mm-hmm. 50,000 GM retirees who are veterans... Both GM and Chevrolet are proud to help those that have given so much for our country. Hats off to, the, to GM for that, man. That is that is always great to hear. Yeah. That is always great. Speaking of speaking of charities, um, I got the bill for my uh, eBay auctions uh, that I did uh, towards the end of last year, uh, and you know I was donating a lot of proceeds to charity. Yeah, it was a few hundred bucks out of my pocket going to various charities. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I just forgot that that bill was coming, and it stung. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot to Paralyzed Veterans of America, a lot of animal um, uh, charities, uh, ASPCA, the Sea Shepherds, uh, of course, Wounded Warrior Project, and uh, uh, St. Jude, a lot for St. Jude. So, yeah, it was, that was fun. Cleaned out some of my garage, made some room for more parts, and uh, gave away some to charity. So Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. 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 And what's what's this? You, you made another video to share I, a simple yet effective car appearance trick tell us about yeah that. what is this i've been starting to make videos on youtube on my youtube channel especially since i got my corvette remember my last project car i did a blog and then right. now that i got this project car i'm just like gonna go straight to video um kind of like a bad kind of like a bad vhs movie just straight to video <laughs> so one of the things that that i would well i'm not going to give it away but one thing that there's every car has this on it or it's not going to be road legal and a lot of times they're ugly and it makes it's a it's a minor change that, that you can that anybody can do, and it makes a difference. So, Chris, you're gonna link this up in the show notes. Yep. People, people are gonna think I'm nuts. People are gonna think it's stupid until they actually see the difference. Kind of like kind of like smooth locks. 
Mm. You know, little things make a huge difference when it comes to the appearance of a car, the overall, overall appearance of a car. Right, yeah. So check it out. And, of course, uh, as YouTube works, um, subscribe and leave your comment if you have one. Yep. Cool. More stuff coming, too. Excellent. Got a few things in the hopper. Nice. Including heads and cam. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming soon. Yeah. Well, it's still January here, and next week's February. Dang. But we're, by the next week's show, it's already going to be February. Let's get this winter done. <laughs> Although it hasn't been too bad here. It was oh. in the 50s yesterday. Uh, it's currently 48 here now, and I really can't complain right now. It's crazy. It's it's January. <laughs> you never you never put your car away for the winter, did you? <laughs> I, I mean, I... I didn't like officially say it's away. I mean, it's in the garage. <laughs> yeah, but but you would like pull it out and drive it once in a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. It was. Yeah. It's it's uh right now. I mean, heck, as we record this, it's still ten forty seven in the morning, and it's sixty degrees here at Studio South. Nice Stud- Studio Redneck, Studio Inbred, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> studio Yonder. 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 Down, 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 down yonder. there by the creek. I have a creek. That's right. You do. They make fun of me because of the way that I say the thing that is on top of the house. The thing that's on top the chimney? No, not the whole, the big thing. What keeps you from getting rained on? The roof? <laughs> roof. Yeah? Oh. What do they call it? A roof? A roof. Oh, whatever. Roof. roof is what dogs make, the sound that dogs make or something like that. Whatever. Of course. And then, you know, the, what, what's today, Chris? What is today? Today is Saturday. Saturday, they kind of make fun of fun of me about that down here, kind of like our Canadian friends do. Well, I say a little bit more more flatter. A Saturday instead of Saturday, we're gonna spend Saturday on the patio. And we're gonna eat tacos and burritos and drink some pop. And drink pop. <laughs> yep. I don't think I think that's something that's going to be for as long as humans are walking the earth, especially in America. That's going to be a topic of, of jokes, yeah. how people say stuff. Yeah. Cool. And I, I get it from both sides now, because every now and then my twang will come out. <laughs> so my Yankee friends make, make, you know, make sure they point it out. And then, of course, my southern friends, they just, well, they just think we're just stupid. <sighs> okay. I got to get out to the garage. Yeah. I'm getting, ag- I'm, get, I'm getting, I was going to say agitated. I'm getting, I'm getting... Antsy to work antsy. on my car. Okay. Well, uh, I recommend everybody do that today. One can try. Can't do it here, but I guess I could. <laughs> All right. We'll be back at you next week. I'm sure there'll be some sort of cool news that we can talk about. Until then. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget to get your voicemails in. We want more. Yes, we want more voicemails. Call us. Just say hi. If you just want to say hi. Hey, how you doing, Chris and Jason? Oh, I'm great. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> That's great. Just make sure you don't slur your words like somebody we know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Bye. We'll see you next week. See yep. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.